Thank you so much, praise and worship team. Thank you, media team. Thank you, uh, brethren who are so blessed and hanging out with us. We're so excited to have you. Oh, glory to God. Isn't that wonderful for the little opportunity we have to bless his name together? Hallelujah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I want you to know that no matter what it looks like, you don't have to be moved. No matter what it looks like, you were created for this day, for this hour. You are the person that God is counting on. You are the one that has been called upon to live more abundantly today. Life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. That's what Jesus came to give you. That is your portion. That is your birthright. Hallelujah. So don't flag. Don't reduce. Don't diminish. Keep your thoughts up there. Keep your expectation high. No matter what it looks like out there. God knew this day before time began. And he said you are the right person. You are the exact person that is fit for this moment. So look at yourself and say I am God's chosen one. Hallelujah. I'm the one for 2021. Hallelujah. He has given me all the material required to win and live more abundantly. Hallelujah. He has chosen me for this time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is the truth. Hallelujah. I'm so glad we could meet in this particular time, this window of opportunity we have. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read out of the book of Colossians, the third chapter and the 15th verse. And we have Sister Kripa, who is also uh, on board. Hallelujah. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Hallelujah. Let's hear that, verse 15 in Kannada. Devara samadana u nimma hrudayagadalli aadali, adakkagiye nivu saha onde dehavagiru vante kareyal pattidiri, idallade nivu krutajnate ullavaragiri. The other day we were considering the fact that we had to let God be true and every man a liar, according as it is written. Praise God, so that you are able to overcome when you are judged. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So there is something about letting God be all he said he will be. You see, God is not going to force himself. Notice that we have to let him. We have to let his word be true. And here he says, let the peace of God, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. One word for rule is umpire or referee. Amen. So there's a match going on. There's a, let's say, a wrestling match going on. And the referee, the umpire, has to be the peace of God. So there are battle-filled thoughts going on in your mind, in your deep imagination, in your hearts. And you have to let the umpire or the referee of God's word, the peace of God, now come and dominate in every situation. Hallelujah. You are called to that. Notice, he says, rule in your heart to the which also you are called in one body and be thankful. So I'm called to the peace of God. I'm called to be 
dominated by the peace of God. No matter what battles are going on in the thoughts, no matter what battles are going on in the imagination, no matter the fears, insecurities, and worries that are out there, I must finally call for the umpire or the referee, the peace of God, to come and dominate, to come and rule. Hallelujah. Notice that these are things I must allow, I must let. I must let God be true and every man a liar, including my own emotions, the unrenewed man who may be trying to crowd in on my thoughts, but I must let the peace of God rule. Notice how the 16th verse continues, let the word of Christ. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) Another of those, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Notice let again. So the permission is with us. God says, I want you to give full permission to the word of Christ. Let him dwell richly in you. Praise God. Let's hear verse 16 also in Kannada. Sakala jnana dalli kristana vakyavu nimmalli samruddhi agi vasisali obbari gobbaru upadeshi sutta buddhi helutta kirtane galindalu sangeeta galindalu atma sambandha vada haadu galindalu krupeyinda nimma hrudaya galalli kartanige haadutta irri. Nobody likes Sister Kripa. Ooh, she can do this thing, man. Hallelujah. You remember Proverbs 4. Let's go there for a minute. Proverbs chapter 4. Observe the 20th verse. These are the days where you have to now recall all that you have been learning. All that you have been building into your life over the years. It's time to bring it out in the form of weapons. Hallelujah. Defenses and so on. Hallelujah. So let's go to that familiar line of scripture. Proverbs 4 verse 20. My son, thank God you have a father. Hallelujah. You are not just dumped somewhere. My son, a loving heavenly father is telling you, attend, pay attention to, incline, attend to my words, incline your ear unto my sayings. Not any other thing out there. Give attention to the word. Pay attention to the word. Whatever is required for you to adjust so that you can hear the word of God, do that. Do all that you can to make sure you can hear what God is saying, what his word is saying. Whatever effort is required in that area, please bring it to bear. Your father has something to say in 2021 and it's for your benefit, it's for my benefit. It's for me to enjoy His peace, freedom, nothing missing, nothing broken, no more fears, no more worries, to dwell peacefully. He is going to make sure you can enjoy that peace which passes all understanding. Thank you. Hallelujah. He's a good God. My son. So your daddy is talking to you. Attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Notice there, the ears are very important. What are you listening to? Like I was saying the other day, you may have to switch off certain 
<coughs> listening devices that are filling your head, polluting your thoughts with fear and doubt. Praise God. Death and destruction. You have to now fill your ears with the word of God. Let them not depart from your eyes. The next is the eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. When you close your eyes, you should be able to see the word of God. Hallelujah. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Your eyes are very powerful. Your vision is very important. If you can see it, you can be it. Do you see yourself the way God says? Do you see yourself with the word of God? Do you see yourself with your inheritance? The Father himself has given you these things. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And that's how it gets into your heart. Ears, eyes, ears, eyes. For it to come into your ears, you may have to say it with your mouth over and over, over and over. Hallelujah. I let the word dwell in me richly. I allow it to abide in me, to dwell in me. I furnish it a great welcome. I give it five-star treatment. I allow the word to dwell in me richly, richly. Hallelujah. Notice, therefore, that you may have to repeat things again and again. You may have to say the same verses over and over and over until it is very rich. You know, I have an older model bullet Um, It's about 20 years old. It's a 2000 model. And uh, one of the words that you can hear, even from a very local mechanic, is the word rich. Sometimes if you do not fidget with the tap of the fuel properly, there will be a smell of petrol and it will fill the air. And even that guy who may have never gone to school may tell you that it is rich. The fuel has overflowed the carburetor and therefore it is a rich supply. Rich. Hallelujah. Notice that. So let the word dwell in you richly until everywhere you can smell it, you can feel it. The presence just pervades the whole place. Don't let it be half and quarter, but let it just rise up and become rich. Let it begin to permeate everything around you. Hallelujah. You may have to hang it on the wall. You may have to write it again and again. Whatever it takes to bring it into your ears and your eyes so that it will stay in your heart. Otherwise, it may depart from your heart. Amen. Now, you have to keep it there. Otherwise, it could depart. You may have to hold fast. You may have to Furnish the word a very rich reception. Give him a five-star treatment so that he can feel comfortable there. And when he's comfortable, there is a result. You saw there that songs will rise up. You know, adoration will rise up. I enjoyed the singing today. I don't know about you, but I had a good time. You know, I was overcome and overwhelmed by this good God. He's worthy of, of our praise. He's worthy. <laughs> of our singing and our adoration and our meditation. Amen? So the the whining has to disappear. The complaining has to disappear. And it has to be uh, replaced with praise and thanksgiving. And it should come from the fullness or the richness of the word on the inside. Praise God. We may have to 
pay the price of listening to it again and again and again. In this manner, I would like to remind you of going to a hospital and they will give you doses of medication. You know, take it three times a day for seven days or whatever, you know. And uh, they know why they're doing it because your body has to be filled with that thing. Hallelujah. Similarly, you may have to increase the dose. If you are experiencing the symptoms, guess what? Increase the dose. Increase the dose. Expose it to the Word of God. Expose it to the life of God. Expose it again and again to the Word of God until the song comes up instead of the whining and the complaining and the pain. Hallelujah. And the sighing and the sorrow. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is quite vivid. Let them not depart from thine eyes, verse 21 says. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. With compassion, I must let you know that it has to be like this. It's not out of a superior attitude that I'm speaking, but from a compassionate attitude, knowing that all kinds of things are out there, all kinds of emotions are out there, all kinds of symptoms are out there. Praise God. And we have to now fill ourselves with the word and God's report and not let them depart from our eyes. Keep them in the midst of our heart. That means you may have to increase the dosage over and over and over. You may have to sit down at home and fill yourself more with these words on healing, on defense, on protection, on welfare, on well-being. Such words, whatever you've been hearing over the years as good news is what you have to start feeding on until it overflows, until it manifests in your life. Hallelujah. And but you're not going anywhere, so why don't you sit down and choose properly? Hallelujah. Just a little Greek there to help us on our path. Hallelujah. Look at verse 22. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. They are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. All, including lungs, which seem to be just like a balloon. You know, just a membranous kind of thing. It will work on that flesh. Praise God. It will work on the uh, olfactory lobes and the, the nasal passages and the trachea and all of those areas that have flesh. Amen. And inside the marrow where there is flesh. Ha, ha, ha. They are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Praise God. That's what God said. God said, honestly, my son, if you listen to what I'm telling you, keep it in your eyes, keep it in your heart, keep it coming through your ears, hold fast to it, increase the dosage of it, do it again and again. You will have health in every area of your life. You will have life more abundantly. You will enjoy the life that I paid for. That's what he's saying. And that is our Father speaking. Hallelujah. Praise God. Our Father speaks to his children. Amen. Hallelujah. He's not deserting you. He sent you here. He knows what you need right now. 
Thank you, Jesus. They are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. He said, I'm giving you medication that will give you life and health. Life more abundantly to the full till it overflows and health to any area of your flesh. Praise God. Notice that he has given us medication. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. How many of you can say God is doing his part? Amen. Now we have to do our part. Amen. We now let the word dwell in us richly. Dwell. Stay there. Permanently. Richly. Furnish it a great treatment. Don't let the word say, hey, you're ignoring me. Let the word say, yeah, I enjoyed staying there. I enjoyed that life that I had with you. Those days that you were meditating, you were saying me, speaking about me, thinking about me, lifting me up, I enjoyed them. Hallelujah. Give the word, who is the Lord Jesus, a great time. Hallelujah. Let him enjoy living on the inside of you like never before. Hallelujah. You know, I I was saying the other day, I don't know if you remember, that before I go to heaven, I want to know him properly. So anytime I have, I just really want to know him. Because we may go home anytime. It is my singular desire to know him much more than I know him now. Because when we get to heaven, we will know him. But to know him now, that's the privilege that you and I can go for. Hallelujah. Let him have a good time. Let him enjoy being uh, alive inside you. Not dead, but alive. Let him have his way. Let him rule. Let him dominate. Let him have his way there until songs rise up. Songs of adoration and praise and worship instead of the moaning, the whining, and the complaining. Let me go back to Colossians 3.16. I think we forgot verse 23 uh, and 22 also. Let's have that. Thank you. Proverbs 4. Mm, can trust this to Kripa. Thank you, Jesus. Let's read verse 16 again in Kannada also of Colossians 3. Amen. Spiritual songs will rise up. Grace in your heart. Amen. Ability. You know, being convinced. All these things come because you let the word dwell there richly. Then a conviction comes and a song rises. Hallelujah. You get convinced from within and then a song begins to rise up. So you stay there in that place with the word until a conviction comes upon you from deep within you and a song comes out instead of a complaint and a fear and a worry. Amen. Verse 17 continues, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, 
to all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Whatever you do, you must do it in Jesus' name. If you're cleaning the house, do it in Jesus' name. Washing the plates, do it in Jesus' name. Drive down the road, do it in Jesus' name. Go shopping in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Whatever you do, do in the name of Jesus. In other words, that name was supposed to be part of everyday life. Hallelujah. It's supposed to so infect us that we just carry it everywhere. We say consciously, I'm doing this in Jesus' name. I am driving in Jesus' name. I'm going in Jesus' name. I'm coming in Jesus' name. Whatever I do, I do all in Jesus' name. I give thanks to God and the Father in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let these kind of thoughts begin to fill us in Jesus' name. Let's hear verse 17 also in Kannada. Amen. There you go. Now, let's read something along these lines again. In 1 John 3, 23, this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. He that keepeth his commandments dwell, dwelleth in him, he in him. Hereby we know that he abideth in us by the Spirit which he has given. In other words, this is a commandment. In the new covenant, you also have a commandment. Hallelujah. The new covenant has this commandment. What? That you should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. And love one another as he has given us commandment. Hallelujah. Believe in the name. Hallelujah. And love one another. Believe in the name and love. Believe in the name and love. That's the commandment. Believe in the name and love. Hallelujah. What's the new covenant commandment? Believe in the name and love. That is our command. It has been given to us. So let's get familiar with this duty, this command of ours. And so in Jesus' name, I accept it. I believe you accept it too. God has commanded you to do something. To love and to believe in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Did you ever think about it like that? Hallelujah. I'm receiving it. Are you receiving it? Amen. So fill your heart with thoughts about Jesus, about the Word of God. Get to believe in the name. Believe in the name like never before. Hallelujah. Enjoy doing everything in the name. Think about the name. Read about the name. Study about the name. Meditate on the name. Read the same verses that you will find in your scripture, which you very well know by now, over and over and over because you are believing in the name of Jesus. You are hearing about that name and it's going to now rise up in your life and you're going to have a new level of believing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. See, there's so many things. You have to find the necessary verse concerning your matter and then meditate on that. And so find the verse about healing, find the verse about the name, find the verse about the love of God And keep listening, keep reading it, keep 
saying it, keep thinking about it until it causes faith and uh, strength and confidence to rise up. There must be a new confidence that will rise up within you and me about the name of Jesus and the fact that you're walking in love. Hallelujah. You have to be convinced that you're walking in love. There must not be any guilt there. If you're feeling guilty about it, confess to the Lord. He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the command from the head of the church. Receive it. Amen. Praise God. Fill yourself with these thoughts. My son, my son, our father is talking to us. Keep these thoughts. Let it saturate you. Let the peace of God come in and dominate you. Until that moment where the songs and the praise and the freedom from fear begins to permeate everywhere. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Increase the doses. Overdrive. Do it. Press it until there is a fullness of it. And you are so peaceful that you can sing and you are thinking about his name. No matter what you do, you're going out in his name. You're coming back in his name. You're blessed coming in, blessed going out. Whatever you do, you're doing it in his name. And you're guarding yourself to make sure you're walking in love. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> I know you're getting it. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let me read another verse of scripture. Shall we hear this in Canada also? Thank you, brother. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Woo, glory to God. Let's go down to the 118th Psalm. Psalm 118. You know, the Bible is full of these good things. This is the time to go camp on the good things. Amen? Don't listen to the junk out there. If I forward you something, listen to it. I will make sure I don't forward you junk. Amen? But how many people have got a forward from me? Have you noticed that almost nobody? There's nothing to forward except what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> 118th Psalm. Notice verse 17. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. How about that? I shall not die. I shall not die in Jesus' name. I shall live in Jesus' name and declare the works of the Lord. That's what I will do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that's a wonderful thing to camp on until it just keeps coming out of your mouth over and over and over again. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, continue there. How do you know that's for me? Well, look at the continuing verses. Verse 22. The stone which the builders refused is become the head the, the stone or the headstone of the corner, which is what we have read out of First Peter. Remember? That we are being built up into this spiritual house. You know, and each one of us are living stones and Jesus is that cornerstone. The stone that was rejected by the builders has become the head. 
Amen. So it's talking about this day. It's talking about our time. Amen. Notice 23. This is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. This is the day, 24 says, which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. This is that day where you are being built up into that spiritual house with the chief cornerstone, the Lord Jesus Christ. The day of the church. The day where you offer up spiritual sacrifices unto God. Today. Today. This is our day. This is the day to rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. It is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is not just a quote for some wedding invitation. This is your destiny. This is the day of marvelous, marvelous news. Wonderful news to the believer. You will not die. You will live and declare the works of the Lord. You will not die. You will live and declare the works of the Lord in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because you are checking your life to make sure that you are walking in love constantly. Amen. Praise God. You see, if you say all these things, but you are not walking in love, your enemy will laugh at you. He'll go, ha ha ha, tell me another joke. Praise God. I'm not leading you into condemnation. I'm telling you that these things are real. There are... There are actual mechanisms and workings that God is talking about. This is how it works. Just like medication. Amen. Praise God. So if you know, on the other hand, that you are free from that guilt and condemnation because you have forgiven, you have forgotten, you are walking in love, you can talk and say, hey, guess what? I'm walking in love. So you back off in Jesus' name. You take your junk and clear out in Jesus' name. You have no part with me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, there is that aspect also because you have been given the the machinery, the gears and the buttons. Let God, you choose, you let the word be real, let God's word be final. All those machineries and buttons are back with you. This is the day of the church and the church has been given all the mechanisms. Now you press this, you use that, you do this, you do that and you'll see God will do his part. See, what we are explaining here is what you do when God said he would do his part. Amen? Notice, healing has already been paid for. Did you know that you were already healed? Did you know that you were already healed? Hallelujah. Let's dash down to the book of uh, Ha Ha. If you go Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, this... Awesome, awesome scriptures there. But notice 25 of Leviticus. And it talks about something called the Jubilee. Ha, 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 ha. Speak to them. The land must be in a Sabbath, he says in verse 2. You know, speak unto the children of Israel. Say unto them, when you come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath. Six years you will sow in the field. The six years you shall prune your vineyard, gather the fruit. Seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. You shall neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. Hallelujah. So he said, you can work your land for six years. The seventh year, don't do anything. Just let it be. See that? And then he said, 
as you go down there, verse 8, Thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years, the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto you forty and nine years. So he said there's another massive Sabbath also after seven times seven or forty-nine years. And after the forty-nine year, you will have a special Sabbath Amen. Or rest. Verse 9. You will cause the trumpet of jubilee to sound. Like that. That special one, you will make a blast on the trumpet on that one. Because it's a very special kind of rest. Amen. Aha. The tenth day of the seventh month and the day of atonement, you shall make the trumpet sound throughout all the land. Oh, yeah. And then you shall hallow the fiftieth year, proclaim liberty throughout all the land, all to inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you. You shall return every man unto his possession. You, tell, you shall return every man unto his family. A jubilee shall that fiftieth year be unto you. You shall not sow, etc., etc. What is he saying here? He's saying that there was a special jubilee where you returned everything back to the original owners. I like that. Amen. So even if you bought some land and you did business with it, after this 49 years, the 50th year, you have to go give it back to the guy from whom you bought it. (laughs) Whoa, that's interesting. Why is it interesting? Because Jesus quoted it later. That's what makes it interesting. And it's for our interest. Hallelujah. Jesus, the Bible says, as his custom was, went into the synagogue and was given the book to read and he opened Isaiah 61 and read from it. Hallelujah. So um, that's a good one. Hallelujah. Go to Luke, the fourth chapter, and see what Jesus read. If you are uh, following, he was full of the Holy Ghost. He had come back after the temptation. And, uh, you know, the Bible declares in verse 14 there, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, There went out a fame of him, and he taught in the synagogue. He came to Nazareth, verse 16. As his custom was, uh, he stood there, verse 17. There was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Notice, Jesus used to read his Bible. Don't you think he studied it exactly as it ought to be studied? He kept reading it and reading it and reading it. Hallelujah. And he used to ask people, how do you read it? What does the scripture say? Haha. This is the person that we are following, our eldest brother, created in his likeness. Amen. Just as he is. Then he opens this Isaiah 61 and he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, or the jubilee. That's what he's saying there. Hallelujah. And then he closed the book and he said, This day, the eyes of everybody was fastened on him, and he began to say to them in 21, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. In other words, Jesus announced with the trumpet blast that everything has to go back to the owners. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's go back down in history a little bit. If you don't mind, maybe we can read Luke 4. And uh, let's see 
Amen. Thank you, Sister Kripa. If you go back into the history of Genesis 1, you will notice 28, God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over everything. Amen. So in other words, God created man in his image and likeness and blessed him. What belongs to man? The blessing of God. That belongs to man. It doesn't belong to the devil. It belongs to man. Now the devil comes in and lies to man and then takes the blessing, ha ha ha, and gives man what he has, which is the curse. He was cursed above all the cattle. That was the only curse that you hear about apart from the ground producing thorns. So the curse that he had, he gave it to man and he took away. Notice that. The empowerment and the blessing which man had. Praise God. Alright, let's go to Galatians. Galatians 3.13 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. So there the curse is taken away by Jesus hanging on the tree. Amen. Praise God. And then there must be a returning, right? So, verse 14 says, The blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. What belongs to you is the blessing. Jesus said, I take the curse and I return what is yours to you, the blessing. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, Jesus. Aren't you excited about that? Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you are excited that Jesus took the curse? And gave you the blessing. The blessing has been returned. He said, I have come to announce to you, all of you today, that the blessing has been returned to you. The curse has been removed. And the blessing has been returned to you. Hallelujah. It is perpetually settled. That's what he said. That's what, that's what Jesus said. And he closed the book. He said, it's fulfilled. Hallelujah. So what's left with you is just a blessing. The curse has been taken away. You are in a perpetual, excited state of being blessed. Don't listen to anything else. Don't allow any other voice to minister anything else. This is what it's all about. It's about fighting to keep that in your thinking. To maintain that. Hallelujah. My neighbors, your neighbors, all of them are looking for, you know, some way to escape from what is happening right now. You know, they're saying this and saying that. And uh, your mind is like, um, what am I going to do about this now? Hmm, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I go here? Should I go there? Should I just stay indoors? What should I do? 
What should you be doing, my brother? You should be saying, in Jesus' name, I will live and not die. In Jesus' name, I'm blessed. In Jesus' name, the curse is over. I should fill myself with those thoughts. Hallelujah. Fill myself with those thoughts that sickness does not belong to me. It has been returned back to Mr. D. And blessing has been given back to me through the last Adam, the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thoughts like this have to fill us. Until we can also shout and sing. Ha ha ha. Nobody can lie to me. Ha ha ha. Nobody can cheat me. I was blessed 2,000 years ago. It's already been transferred. I'm in a perpetual jubilee. I'm in a state of permanent jubilee. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you are enjoying the perpetual state of jubilee? Jesus put it in our account. He said, just go around shouting, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. It will take a little time because the conviction has to come. Each one must read it, study it until he's convinced. And then it will rise up. Amen. See, it comes by hearing it again and again. Notice Deuteronomy 28. Some of the things that are involved in the curse. So you just need to look at the opposite. 28.61 Also, every sickness... And every plague which is not written in the book of the law, them will the Lord bring upon you until you are destroyed. What is the opposite of this? The blessing. The blessing is every sickness, every plague which is not written in the book. Any new ones, whatever it is called, they cannot come near you. It has been taken away. There are new ones coming. Do you think this is the end? They are all coming, one after the other. They're going to say this, they're going to say that, they're going to say the other. But you are already 2,000 years ago blessed. The curse has been taken away and given back to its legal owner, the devil. He's the one that is cursed. He's trying to lie to you and say, I'm putting that on you. And you say, no, no, no. In Jesus' name, I will live and not die. I refuse to take this. It is yours. You keep it. I am blessed. That belongs to me. That's my blessing. That is my gift. That is my right. That is what Jesus gave to me. Please, I take it back. It's mine. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Of course, that's all uh, sounding very nice. You don't have to sound nice to him. You talk to him like trash. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's hear maybe a thing or two. Maybe Deuteronomy 28 and verse 61. And then Galatians 3.13 and 14 also in Canada. Nino Purnavagi, Nashavaguva, Varege, Inaya Pramana, the Pustaka, the Libere, the Rogagalanu, Benegalanu, Katanu, Nina, Mele, Taruvanu. Kristanu Namma Nimitta, Shapavagi, Madal Patu, Nyaya Pramana, the Shapadolaginda, Namanu, Bidisidanu, Yakandare, Marake, Tugahakal, Pata, Pratiobanu, Shapagrastanu, Indu, Bereda, the Ella. Abraham and Ige Untada Ashirwadavu Yesu Kristana Mulaka Anya Janarige Untagu Vante Devaru Vagdana Madida Atmanu Namage Nambikeya Mulaka Doraku Vantaitu. Oh, glory to God. Aren't you glad? Woo, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the book of Luke and notice the tenth chapter. 
and verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, serpents, scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you or harm you. Praise God. Let's read that also in Canada and think about it for a minute. Ego, Sarpagalano, Chedugalano, Tuliwadake, Matu, Virodia, Ella, Shakti, Amelia, Nanu, Nimage, Adikara, Kodutene, Yavadu, Yava, Retail, Liu, Nimage, Kedu, Madalaradu. Amen. Do you think this is true? Would Jesus send you to 2021, where there's all kinds of new looking serpents and new looking scorpions and new power of the enemy? Haha, would he leave you here as a good father? As an eldest brother who has already paid the price, would he leave you here and, and lie to you that you're going to be caught by these things? That the power of the enemy is going to destroy you? I don't think so. It does not agree with the basic nature of the person we're talking about. He cannot lie. He never changes. He said, you are my son. It does not agree with his nature to leave you here in the midst of all of those, in quote, evil things, power of the enemy, if he does not know that you can actively trample on all of them and nothing shall by any means harm you. See that? So I know it can be tricky. You're like walking like this. This guy's coughing. That one has this problem. That one has this one. People are dying. And you're walking through. That's it. It's kind of thrilling. In the middle of all that, you have to walk. In Jesus' name. (laughs) In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And come back home and nothing shall by any means harm you. Or you can stay in your room, wrapped up, completely shut down, don't go out at all and hope that nothing comes into your room and affects you. And just be praying, don't come near my house, don't come near my house. (laughs) What does that sound like? That sounds like you're scared. That sounds like you're afraid. That doesn't sound like faith. That doesn't sound like confidence. That doesn't sound like you're sure about anything. Instead of, I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is my Father's doing. It is marvelous. It is the day that He's talking about. This is the day. This is the day where the curse has been broken. The blessing has been given to me. And He said, now do it in Jesus' name. Go out there in Jesus' name. Bless going, bless coming in my name. Do it all. Hallelujah. Nothing shall by any means harm you. Amen? See, not with any other attitude. All of us are being bombarded by these informations and these uh, very physical, real things. They are. They are actually happening all around. Whatever the reason is, I don't know. I don't care to know because the scientists don't know what they're doing either. You know, they're arguing with each other. That's not my problem. All I know is all the power of the enemy has been trampled underfoot in Jesus' name. Nothing shall by any means harm me. That's all I know. Hallelujah. 
whether they agree with it or not, whether they argue about it or not, about what is it called or anything. I don't care. Jesus took away the curse and left the blessing with me and I am going to stay in that place in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You and I are called to do that. But you have to decide whether that's your confidence, that's your reality. You have to let the word dwell in you richly until you yourself are convinced, I cannot force you, God himself won't force you. He said, you let my word be true. Let the peace of God rule. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let, let, let. So the, the, the controls are with me. I have to let it happen. Amen. That's new covenant. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. How many of you are still out there and happy? Yeah, you know, it's like, that's church language. That's church, you know, you just have to say the right thing. Well, you'll be convinced if you have to say the right thing. I will say the right thing. I'm convinced that I have to say it. I'm convinced that the word must dwell in me so much that that's what comes out of my mouth. That I will not allow anything else. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. God was with him. Oppression of the devil. That's what he called it. He said, healing must drive away oppression of the devil. The devil is trying to oppress people, put them under pressure. There is a pressure out there. You have to say no to that in Jesus' name. God is with me. I will not receive that oppression in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you out there? Let's hear Acts 10.38 also in Canada. Devaru Najaretina Yesuvanu Pavitratman in the Lu, Baladindalu, Abishakisidan, Embadanu, Hege, Athan, Uledanu, Madutta, Saitan, and in the Badisal Padutiru, Varela, and Nuguna, Madutta, Sanchari Sidan, Embadanu, Niu, Tididiri, Yakandare, Devaru, Athana, Sangada, Idanu. Glory to God. That's one good thing about Sister Kripa. She'll finish it all like that. And I'm glad she does. Notice Luke 18 and verse 8. I tell you that the, he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. So this is a verse that talks about a parable and the unjust judge. But the point here is, will he find faith on earth? In other words, faith is what you need right now. No matter how much we've studied this, that and the other, as his approach draws near, faith must be found. Amen? This is a time to hear the verses again and again until faith is found in you. What is faith? The conviction. The conviction that what God said is true is final authority. Are you convinced? You have to be convinced. There's going to be forces that are eroding that conviction. They're going to be eroding it by saying, how do you feel? What happened to him? What happened to her? What about happened to them? They were like believers also. What about them? You have to say, that's not my problem. This is what I believe. Hallelujah. That's between them and God. I don't know what they believe. 
I don't know what they were fellowshipping with. I don't know what filled their imagination. I don't know what filled their thoughts. But I have my job cut out for me. I have to dwell and think on these things until a song rises up. That's my job. Amen. I have to walk around in Jesus' name. I have to rejoice that I'm in the jubilee. That the curse has been returned back to the devil and the blessing has been given to me. That is my job. That is your job. I don't know about what's going on in other people's heads. Hallelujah. You have to let God be true. You have to let the peace of God, which passes all understanding, mount guard over your heart. Be the empire or umpire, rather, over all of these things. Hallelujah. Let the word of God dwell richly in us. That's my job. Let him have a great time. Let him be excited about living in my tabernacle. Hallelujah. I must keep telling him, are you alright there? Are you happy? If Jesus looks a little bit sad, I should just say, no, 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 no. Let's praise you some more. Let's study some more scripture until he's excited. (laughs) He must have a great time. You see, can you see, all these things are coming because you are believing in fellowship with him. You are looking at his face. You are studying the word and considering him. Is there any place I need to adjust, Lord? Am I walking in love? Am I believing your name works today? All authorities in that name, that I can trample on serpents, scorpions, all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means harm me. Do I really believe that, Lord? I'm going to read it until I believe it. I'm going to study it until it's, it's settled. Are you seeing that? I have to be sure that these things are settled. Meanwhile, maybe you're getting some feelings of symptoms also. Hallelujah. You know, and the symptoms are saying, I got you. Hey, I got you. <laughs> and you have to say, in Jesus' name, I refuse that. That's a curse. It belongs to the devil. That's not for me. I am healed. That's my portion. I am blessed. That's my portion. And I just have to keep doing that until Jesus comes. You have to do that until Jesus comes. I don't know when he's coming, but he's coming soon. So this day, I must stand there. This day, I must believe. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. I will continue like this, declaring, I will live and not die. And declare the glory and the preciousness of God's word. I will declare that. The testimony of healing. That's my portion. Amen. When he comes, will he find faith on the earth? In other words, there's going to be a reduction possibility in faith. Return to the faith message. Meditate on the scripture. Hearing and hearing and hearing until confidence, assurance, guarantee becomes your portion. Hallelujah. Don't fellowship with any other news but good news. I have to stop shortly. Let God be true and every man a liar. As it is written. Look at Hebrews 11th chapter. Notice verse 2. For by it the elders obtained a good report. By what? By faith. Verse 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. By it, in summary, you will obtain a good report. Amen? So there's a good report which you have to obtain. I must obtain it. 
Remember the spies? Twelve of them were there. Ten came back and said, Those are walled cities. There are giants there. We saw the sons of Anak. We were like grasshoppers in their sight. And they just made a whole noise and the people became so worked up, worked up, worked up, the Bible says. They got really worked up and that Joshua and Caleb had to still them. Hey, 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 calm down. Listen, God has given us the land. We are able to have it. It has been given to us. They are bread for us. God is with us. God is on our side. Were they giants? Yes. Were they walls? Yes. Did they look like grasshoppers? Yes. But what did God say is what they believed. Hallelujah. So there is something out there. I don't know what it is. It's a curse. From the Bible, it's a curse. That's all I know. I don't know anything else about it. And it is connected to the devil. It's connected to fear. It's connected to lies. It's connected to death ultimately. That's out there. That's for sure. Hallelujah. That's the absolute truth about it. But... Ha, 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 ha. God sent me to 2021, sent you to 2021, equipped with his name, equipped with his nature, which is love. And he said, you just keep those two. You stay confident in the nature of God, which is eternal life, which is the love of God, which is faith, which is not to doubt, which is not to fear. You stay there and use my name. Go out in my name. Do everything in my name. That's all I have to do. That's all you have to do. You will obtain a good report. I'm about obtaining a good report. I don't know about you, but I want a good report. That's all. Hallelujah. Are you getting your good report? Amen. Let's go to Philippians 4 and verse 8. There's nothing as good as this. Maybe we can hear Hebrews 11, 2. In Canada also, and then we'll go to our reports. So how do you obtain a good report? By thinking about it. By believing in it. By acting on it. Amen. Faith, in summary, means act like it's true. Act on the word. Act like it's true. Act on the word. Act like it's true. Hallelujah. Act on the word. Act like it's true. Hallelujah. So, for me to act like it's true, I must be thinking, I must be imagining, I must be receiving only good reports. Only good reports. That is important. My internal climate must have the peace of God. Must be controlled by the peace of God. It must be dominated by the umpire of the peace of God. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Sound emotions that are completely guaranteed to be peaceful. Peaceful. Peaceful emotions in the midst of everything else out there. Notice Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Okay, somebody may say it's true. People are dying like flies. It's true. Yes, but notice it's not over. Whatsoever things are honest. You and I know that honest means honorable. Is it honorable to just die like a fly? No. Let's keep going. What things are just? Is it fair for a person to die 
before the age where he dies like a shock of corn coming in a season, old age, to be satisfied with long life. You know, that is God's will. I will satisfy him with long life. Thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at the right hand, it will not come near you. With your eyes you may behold and see in the media all of this stuff. But I will satisfy him with long life. I will show him my salvation. That's God's will. That is a good report. Hallelujah. If you have half a brain, you know that's a good report. How many of you know that? Half brain. That's a good report. Oh boy, that's a good report. That's the good report. Hallelujah. Oh God, that's a good report. I want a good report. Go for the good report. Hallelujah. Don't believe the lies. Whatsoever things are honorable. Whatsoever things are fair. If it's not fair, don't think about it. It's not fair how that happened. It's not fair how that happened. Don't think about it. It's not fair how that happened. Why are you thinking about it? It's not fair. Don't think about it. He's saying, don't think about it, son. Don't think about it. If it's not fair, don't entertain it. We are basically thinking about how unfair it is right now, isn't it? Don't think about it. Okay, it's true, but it's not fair, so don't think about it. Let's go on. Whatsoever things are pure, the whole thing is impure. They are stealing from everybody. They are collecting money for all kinds of things. They are using medication. They are cheating people. All that is going on. Yes, it's true. From the highest to the lowest, it's going on. It's not pure. So don't think about it. Whatsoever things are lovely. Is it lovely? There's nothing lovely about it. What is lovely? Lovely is walking in love, where you just give flowers to people, not when they're dead. When they're alive, we love you. Here's some chocolates. Enjoy. That's lovely. Say amen, somebody. That's lovely. Hallelujah. Exchanging gifts, singing, rejoicing, going to their houses, hugging them, removing everything else, giving them a good old hug. That's lovely. Amen. Isn't that lovely? Amen. Praise God. Whatsoever things are of a good report. Good report. Good report. Good report. Any virtue, any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. See where he's talking about is in the thinking. He said your thinking, your soul is very important. Prosperity is based on the soul. Health is based on the soul. You know that. As your soul prospers, that's how you receive it. I wish above all things that you'll prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. See, it's hanging there in the soul, in the thoughts, in choosing what is a good report. I have to do it. You have to do it. All of us have to do it. Please, my brother, my sister, let's hold on to these things. Hold on to the good report. Don't receive the evil report. Don't accept the lies. Don't accept the fear, the doubt, the worry, the anxiety. Don't accept it. Don't accept those cursed thoughts. They are not for you. Jesus put it like that. Don't think about it. How do you not think about it? Think about the good report. 
Think about God's word. His goodness towards you. That the blessing has come. The curse has been returned back to the center. There's a trumpet has blown from 2,000 years ago saying, Hey, it's been done. This is the time to rejoice over the jubilee. It has been settled. It has been transferred. He said, I pronounce to you that the jubilee has come. You are blessed. The curse has gone to its owner, the devil. The blessing has come to you. Hallelujah. This is what he said about you and said about me. My job is to guard my thinking and think on the good report. That's how I obtain the good report. It doesn't happen by accident. It is happening on purpose. Especially if you're a believer. If you're not a believer, there are just uh, chances. You know, chances that you may live, chances that you may die, chances that you may come out of it. There are just chances. It's just a gamble. We don't know. But if you're a believer, there's a guarantee. You do it my way, he said. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll do his part. He will flee. Make like the devil and flee. He will flee. That is his part. But you have to resist. That's your part. That's my part. I have to do that. I have to say, no, I'm not accepting that. No, not in my house. No, not in my body. In Jesus' name. And resist today. That's all you need to do. Tomorrow we'll see about it. Today, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I'll be glad in it. Today. And if you're concerned about everybody else, wonderful. Pray certain prayers. What shall I pray? Somebody asks. Pray the same old prayers that we are delivered from wicked, faithless, unreasonable men. Men have joined the enemy and are doing these things. It is people who are doing these things. It is people who want to make money. It is people who want to rule and dominate everybody else. That is what is going on. That we may be delivered from wicked, faithless, unreasonable people. That we may be able to publish good news. That the ransom has been paid. That the person who took the curse has already been given 2,000 years ago. That must fill the earth. That's what the prayer is. First Timothy 2. Verse 1 onwards. Then 2 Thessalonians 3. Verse 1 to 3. And he says that you will be kept from the evil one. Most translations say the evil one. Kept from the evil one. King James says from evil. The evil one and the evil, they're together. You will be kept. That God is faithful to establish you and keep you from the evil one. God is faithful. It has to do with his character. It is his character that is in question. And I'm going to agree with God. Did you do your part? Is what you need to check. Okay, I didn't do my part. I allowed some other thoughts. Forgive me, Lord, in Jesus' name. He will forgive you. And he will cleanse you. And you need to forget it also. And let it go. Hallelujah. Don't let it keep coming to you again and again. Any other voice that persists, you just say, that's not my problem. Jesus has forgiven. Jesus has forgotten. I have forgotten. It's over. Now you get out. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you out there? Alright. So I don't know about others, but I know the word. You know the word. Let's do what we know. Hallelujah. 
Let's hear this also. I don't know if we heard it. No? Okay, let's hear that also in Kannada. Thank you, dear team. Kadedagi Savodarare, Satyavada Vugalu Yavavo, Pramanika Vada Vugalu Yavavo, Nyayavada Vugalu Yavavo, Shuddavada Vugalu Yavavo, Pritikaravada Vugalu Yavavo, Manyavada Vugalu Yavavo, Avugalanu Matu Sadunavanu, Stukyavada Danu Yo. Amen. This is the time to listen to only these kind of things. Can you see what we are doing is we are unearthing things that we need to think about now. Only good reports. Don't tolerate anything else. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Notice Romans 14.23 And he that doubted is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. This is an interesting scripture. Whatever is not of faith is sin. How does a believer sin? Well, this is one of the main areas in which he sins. If he doubts and does not believe, he sins. So what do you do? You open your mouth and say, I refuse doubt. I refuse fear. I refuse anxiety. I refuse to worry in Jesus' name. Amen? See, Second Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. So that's the enemy. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The enemy is not coming in any other way. He comes with these voices of fear. What about you? What about you? Are you next? Hey, hey, hey. Did you feel that? Did you see that? Oh, you're next. That guy's gone. This one's gone. You're next. You open your mouth and say, I refuse fear in Jesus' name. I refuse doubt in Jesus' name. I resist that in Jesus' name. I have to do it. You have to do it. God said, resist the devil. God said, submit to him. Resist the devil. That's my part. I have to resist. I can't just let him come and sit on my head and fill my ears with all kinds of junk. This is not the time for all that. This is the time to get serious. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So if I'm worrying... If I'm doubting, if I'm getting scared, I'm already trampling into sin. I should say, forgive me for worrying, Lord. Forgive me, I'm sorry I worried. I got anxious, I got carried away. I allowed the fear. Forgive me in Jesus' name. It's done. He will cleanse you of all unrighteousness. You're instantly cleansed of all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm. I don't know about you, but... You know, I wish I could go on. We have to end. Ha, ha, ha. Second Corinthians 5. Let's hear that uh, in Canada. Romans 14.23. Notice that. Some shame. Some shame. Samshekenda ende vajana munda. Samshekenda ende nama munda. You know, it's like Jesus saying, don't be worried about it. Don't doubt about it. I'm with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm telling you the truth. Nothing shall by any means harm you. Trample on serpents and scorpions. All the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means harm you. Dr. Fang. Acts 28. You remember? Serpent latched on Paul's hand. People are watching him, whether he'll swell up and die. And he 
throws the beast into the fire and they watch to see if he would die. After some time, because he didn't die, they said he's a god. What did Paul do? He just stood his ground in the name of Jesus. No, no evil shall befall me. No plague shall come near me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Doubts will come. Oops. It bit me, man. It's gone inside, man. You have to open up your mouth and chime up and say, Nothing shall harm me. Nothing shall harm me. And read the scripture. Amen. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How many of you believe that? Has Jesus become sin? Hallelujah. Has Jesus actually become sin for you? Do you really believe that? Are you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? This is an amazing scripture. That serpent, hallelujah, that nature of the devil, Jesus became that. Hallelujah. Jesus quoted and said, As the serpent was lifted in the wilderness, so shall I be lifted up. That whoever looked upon that serpent would be healed. There was a plague that was destroying people in the wilderness. Serpents were biting them. They were dying. People were dying constantly. Then God told Moses, why don't you make a pole and put a brazen serpent on it. And whoever looks upon that pole, they'll be healed. And then Jesus came along and said, I am going to be lifted up like that serpent. I will become sin. The serpent's nature will become my nature because of you. I will bear it. I will take the sin. He's my sin bearer. He's my curse bearer. He is my every negative thing bearer. He bore it there and hung as a serpent. Medical science puts it on the car stickers and hang it in the hospital here and there. Do they know the meaning of it? You and I ought to know the meaning of it. Jesus became sin. Jesus became the curse. Jesus became the sickness. Jesus became every negative thing on that cross for me and for you. So that you and I will be the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The transfer has been made. Thank you, Jesus. Return back to sender. Hallelujah. I am entitled to be blessed. That is my inheritance. That is my entitlement. That is my right. And the other stuff doesn't belong to me. I refuse it in Jesus' name. I don't care. My brother, my sister, that's our job today. Let's just stay with it. Let's act on it. It doesn't matter. God knows you're writing your exams right now. You see, imagine you're in an exam. Invigilator is walking. When he comes close, you become nervous. Sometimes you bite your pen. You write the wrong thing. Maybe Jesus is like that over you right now. What are you writing now, son? That's not Philippians 4, 8. Maybe you're feeling like that. But, you know, he's the invigilator, he's the umpire and all of that, but he's on your side. He's saying, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. 
Don't worry about it. Even if you die, you're coming home. But for the exams, you need to write this. You need to know this. Write Philippians 4, 8. Hallelujah. My mother was the teacher in school. Guess what? She always wanted me to pass and be the top. Always. So she would pester me. You have to write this. You have to know this. You have to know this. It, you just have to know it. When I come home, that's my mother. But I must pass. I must do well. I must talk. How can I be your teacher and you're not a topper? That was the argument. It's the same kind of thing. Sometimes you can feel Jesus over you. What are you writing? What are you thinking right now? What's going on in your head? Son, do this. My word. My word. My word. That's what must fill you. He's there, he's watching. Yes, but he's your brother. He's your eldest brother. It's your daddy's family. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Even if you die, you're going home. Streets of gold. Mansions. There's no need to fear that. So you just walk like this. Anytime the fear I'll go home, that's all. But meantime, I'm going to stick around. Meantime, I'm just going to stick around and do the right thing, put the right answer, act like it's true until I go. But till then, that's not my problem. I will act on the word. Are you getting it? There cannot be any such fear. Because the eldest brother is also the teacher. He's the moderator of the examination. He knows how much you can bear. He will always be there. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He said, listen, I took that curse. I bore it. I became sin. I became curse. Only the blessing is your portion. Write it. Think it. Say it. Pass this exam. You have to pass. I sent you here to pass. There's no way you can lose. Go for it. Can you hear that? Can you hear the teacher? The, 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 the brother? The eldest brother? The mother? Your family? Who has become your headmaster and everything? Right there? Write it. Say it. Do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to make like a good student and do the right thing. I want to be the good boy. You want to be the good boy? Yeah. Just write the right thing. Study, study. Meditate, meditate. Say the good report, say the good report. Say what I'm telling you, say it. Ha ha. We'll see about the rest later. But meantime, I'm going to do what's right. Say amen, somebody. I'm going to use the name of Jesus. I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to fill my heart with such thoughts, imaginations. I'll do my part. Anytime the doubt comes, anytime I encourage it, forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry I doubted. I'm sorry I, I was overcome by fear, by feelings and emotions. Forgive me in Jesus' name. He will forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Are you out there today? Can we read one more scripture? Yes, I know you can. 1 John 1. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. There it is. You are cleansed from all unrighteousness. So technically, you are cleansed from all sickness. On the same cross, he took your sin, he took your sickness. Why is it that one is so quick and the other seems to be delayed? That's not your problem. 
it's the same. In God's eyes, it's the same. Accept it. The blood was shed so that your sins are taken away. The body was broken so that healing would be yours. Say Amen. So just accept it. If I am cleansed from all unrighteousness, then I am free from all sickness. I'm free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You just have to keep doing that back and forth. The only difference between you and me may be that I have read it more times than you. But that does not change a thing. I can also backslide and not read my Bible and not think upon these things and encourage lies, encourage fear, encourage doubt. I can, but I have decided not to. Amen. And if I know anything, I should just confess. And he will forgive and cleanse me. And I'm back. And I'm back. And I'm back. I trust him who is praying for you. Who is praying for me. Who will never leave me. Who will never forsake me. That's the person we are trusting in. Not trusting ourselves. But trusting his word. Trusting his name. Trusting his nature. That he will never leave. He will never forsake. That he's always there. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe you and I will not die. We will live and declare the glorious works of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's take communion over these things. Hallelujah. It's a good thing to remember. Jesus paid In Exodus chapter 12, he said, take a lamb for every house. Take the lamb. And he said, roast it with fire. Don't make curry out of it. Roast it with fire. Eat it with bitter herbs. Eat it dressed up and ready to go. He said, after you eat that meal, you'll be going out. You'll be leaving Egypt. You'll be coming out of 430 years of bondage. You're coming out after that meal. So dress up, pack up, get ready to go, and then eat this meal. A lamb for every house. Jesus is the Lamb of God. Jesus is our Passover. Hallelujah. Today, in Jesus' name, if you believe, the Bible declares, thank you, that you come out. Amen? Jesus is the Passover Lamb. Jesus has become our Passover. Amen, amen, amen. When they ate that meal, they came out. The Bible declares in the 105th Psalm, there was none feeble among their tribes. They came out with silver and gold. There was not one weak person. Almost two million people came out. Not even one was feeble when they ate that meal. He brought his chosen out with gladness. He gave them the lands of the heathen so that they may serve him. Hallelujah. You and I have been invited. He said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This is my blood which is shed for you, for your sins, for the payment. The Lamb of God has been offered. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's not in vain. What you paid for today, your people are taking the benefit. As we eat and drink, you forgive us, Lord. There's anything that has hindered us in our thinking, in our love walk, in our guarantees of the word of God. If there's any doubt, any fear, in Jesus' name, you forgive us. We release it. We let it go. 
We hold no grudge against anyone. We bless them who curse us. We pray for those who have hated and used us and despisefully used us, abused us. We release them all in Jesus' name and we bless them. As we eat and drink, we receive the full benefits of the Passover meal. You, our Lord Jesus, our Passover. Let's eat and drink in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being, nothing missing, nothing broken. The curse is over in Jesus' name. The blessing of Abraham is our portion. We will enjoy our children's children. We will see good things. We will have the good report. We will live in the land and eat and drink and be merry. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, our Lord paid for it. He rose up from the lowest hell to the highest heaven. He paid for it all. His name has conquered and he has given us that name. In Jesus' name, we refuse every curse. We refuse every lying thing out there. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. How many of you can say that this is God's word? Thank you, brother. How many of you can accept that it's God's word? Meditate on it. Think about it. Keep it close to you. Keep it in the depths of your imagination. That's our job. God will handle the rest. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We pray for them who are struggling right now in the name of Jesus in their bodies with breathing difficulties in Jesus' name. Their lungs be filled with oxygen, that they be restored, the surfactant level in the lungs be restored in Jesus' name. Every cell in their body receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Healing be their portion in Jesus' name. The name that is above every name. The name of the healer, who's the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus the healer, in his name, we declare they're healed, they're blessed. In Jesus' name, they're free. The name of Jesus, all its power, all its wholeness, all its soundness, operates in Jesus' name. You said, I will do it. I will do it. If you say it in my name, I will do it. Thank you, Lord, that you're doing it. In Jesus' name. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. 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 They are real. Those feelings are real. Those emotions are real. Those symptoms are there. But they are lies. Amen. See that is the funny thing about it. You can feel it. But it is a lie. The truth is the word of God. (laughs) That's where that line is. You can feel it. But it is a lie. Thy word is truth. So let's camp on the word. Rather than any other feeling. Amen. 
Fill your heart with such thoughts. We are praying. We are believing with you. My brother, my sister, you are blessed. Hallelujah. (laughs) If you like to give an offering, be convinced and do so. In Jesus' name, it will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause men to give to your bosom. God has not shortened his arm. He has not changed. He is still the same. He never changes. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. If you're a believer, this is the time to shout about it. If you're not a believer, I urge you, please call on the name of Jesus. Don't die without the name of Jesus being yours. Call on his name today. From your heart, you shall be saved. Even if you die, we'll go to heaven. In Jesus' name. That's for guarantee. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. You all are blessed. Amen.